Welcome in the final hour of the radio program. Huck and Gas with you from the Carter Volkswagen studio. We we thank you for joining us today. Hopefully you've had a lovely time here. Lunch with listeners. Brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. Try to sneak in some phone calls here at the end of the segment. Hopefully. But as you know, Lunch with listeners, we take your phone calls. We also love to interview very, you know, kind of a fun guests who can bring something to the table. Because you and I, we're out of gas. Let's get the guy who wrote right. the Argentine football manual about take a shower hey, before you go out and hit the bars. I'm telling you, man. And John Campbell uh, joins us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. John from uh, Ard, uh, excuse me, oddshark.com. Talk about the Supreme Court uh, ruling. John, first, we want to thank you for rescheduling. We were going to have you on yesterday, but because of the Cano news, rescheduled for today. And I don't know if you've seen this story. I'm sure you guys are going to take odds, obviously, and betting odds on the World Cup. But the uh, the uh, the football squad from Argentina has been able to – they have a manual out there of how their delegates and players can hook up with uh, Russian women at the World Cup this summer. I would think that that would boost their odds this year at the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if Oddsmakers got a hold of the manual yet, but depending on what's in there, they might have to make some odds adjustments on that one. Wow. Well, the f- the first thing is, you know, they like uh, men clean, so take a shower. And I'm like, that really shouldn't have to be. If that's your first thing, then I'm I'm, I'm wondering how in depth this is going to need to go, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I know. I uh, but you'd be surprised. I think a lot of men might need that manual. Some men do need to to shower. That's a fair point, uh, John. Again, John Campbell joining us from OddShark.com. All right. So the Supreme Court big ruling this week. It's going to open up the floodgates now for every state to to gamble. Eventually, New Jersey, of course, uh, will be the uh, the second state, along with obviously with Nevada. Before we get to that. We asked you for a little homework assignment. Our producer, Jackson, uh, asked you a, a, about an hour ago uh, to work on this. What were the odds of the Mariners to make the postseason before the Robinson Cano injury? Well, I, I wish I had a more exciting storyline here for you, but the odds really haven't changed that much. <laughs> and the, the, yeah, the Mariners are, are fifty to one to win the World Series. They're twenty-two to one to win the American League, and six to one to win the AL West. And it, they probably would have moved a little bit more if if their odds were a little better to win. Uh, but just where they're a little further back, but it, it is a bit surprising. That I think there's some value there. They're rolling along pretty good, and they've actually been a great bet this year as well. Nice. You mean you mean like night to night, right? I mean they've because they they've been they've been a big surprise, I think, to a lot of people. Exactly, yeah. They're the third best bet so far uh, in wow. in the majors right now, yeah. behind Atlanta and the D-back. So they, uh, yeah, really good bet. If you bet a hundred dollars on every Mariners team, you'd be up eight hundred and twenty-two dollars this season. Well, perfect. Well, I'm going to do that. Hold on, John. Can you can we put you on hold? I'm about to go put a hundred dollars on, on the game this afternoon. Uh, again, John uh, Campbell joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, OddShark.com. All right. So the ruling this uh, this week by the U.S. Supreme Court. We wanted someone on to to just you know inform us what what's going to change, and and what's going to be new. I guess I'll just ask you in this whole process from your point of view, John. What what's next for sports gambling? Well, next we will see states offer legislation, the states who want it, they'll offer legislation so that they can regulate and allow sports betting legally uh, in each state. And there's a small group of them, I think, that will start first. That includes New Jersey and Delaware, Mississippi, Pennsylvania. 
And then there'll be another big group of states, I think, that follow right behind. So kind of like we saw with the legalization of marijuana, we'll we'll see different states pop up and sports betting will be available and regulated in those states. Uh, At first, and I'm talking years ago, when this first started becoming a a topic of conversation, I talked to some, some friends of mine who were based out of Las Vegas well, that sounds nefarious, doesn't oh, it? It's sure not does. But, but I, at first I was a little taken aback. I would have thought that Vegas wanted to keep its monopoly on sports gambling. But almost to a person, John, and you can talk about this, within the gambling industry, and for obvious reasons, it becomes, as you think, as you think it through, it becomes obvious, they're 100% in favor of this. They don't feel it will impact them in a negative way at all, that the only legal place you can go to bet right now is Nevada. That's going to change dramatically and that that's not going to have a negative impact on them. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And and I've talked to just about every sportsbook director uh, over the years since this since this story started with New Jersey. And to a man, every one of them uh, is in favor of regulated national sports betting, and uh, and they like this story. And I think they're absolutely right because I think we're going to see more sports betters. And Las Vegas is still going to be the betting mecca of the world. And anybody who enjoys sports betting or, or gets into it eventually is going to want to go check out Las Vegas. And that's just a scene that won't be duplicated, at least for many, many years, anywhere else. So I think this will only help Las Vegas. The same way there are lots of casinos in states, but if you want to go to the most entertaining place to place a bet, people right. will go to Las Vegas. That's it. Uh, John Campbell, again, our guest. Uh, he works there for oddshark.com, uh, talking about uh, the, the decision this week from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, what about, now from your, from your angle, John, everyone will bring this up. Well, now the, we have to be careful the integrity of the game and the games and all the sports and all the professional sports and then in the college sports. Gas and I were talking about this this week. I mean, the, the people that have the greatest integrity are the sports books. They're not going to allow things to get out of hand in terms of, of bets and people fixing games. How, how do you think that that will be addressed? And do you think that protecting the integrity of the game, that that is a, an issue for states and leagues moving forward? Well, I, I think it will become more transparent now, and that was sort of the old fear-mongering stance from the league. It's no, 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 we can't have sports betting because then games will be fixed. And from a public perception, I, I think they bought into it, and it was like, wow, yeah, that that sounds bad. Yeah, sports betting, let's not do that. Just now, since the dawn of the internet and so much information, and people are just so much more inquisitive. And they started saying, wait, why does this threaten the integrity of the game? And people aren't buying that argument anymore. And sportsbooks in Las Vegas, they already monitor the bets. They're already in touch with the leagues. The leagues are already monitoring the action through Las Vegas. And sportsbooks know their business depends on giving bettors a fair shake. And they don't want games fixed either because it leaves them vulnerable. So, Having it legalized, I think, will will just help everyone. It'll make it a little more transparent. And they've always been. I've always thought that, that there's always those quirky stories, John, that come up. To to your point about sports books, they they try to err on the side of their customers, like any good business. And when some weird quirky thing happens, whether it's a a power failure or some kind of weather incident, you, you know, generally there's an avenue to make the customer whole 
Whereas they could just go the other way and say, nope, sorry, you made the bet. I mean, we, we, and I don't have a good example off the top of my head, but you know what I'm saying. They've gone out of their way over the years to make sure the customer feels like they're getting a fair shake. Yeah, I think a good example of that, I'm not sure how many years ago it was, three or four years ago, USC played Utah in a college game, and there was a touchdown that was overturned in-game, and then it was allowed uh, right after the game. And Sportsbook ended up, ended up paying out both sides of the bet to USC and Utah. I remember people were dumpster diving for days looking for tickets, tickets that were thrown <laughs> out. And, uh, but there's a way, if you have a dispute, there's a way uh, with a certain amount of bet. If your bet is you can go through the Nevada Gaming Commission and, and uh, have the dispute resolved. And they want to make their customers happy, uh, and but it just helps make it more transparent. So what the leagues want, they, they're talking about having an integrity fee, which I, I'll be surprised if states agree to pay this because I think it's up to the leagues to, which they're doing already, to monitor the integrity of these bets. It's in their best interest anyway. John Campbell, again, our guest uh, from OddShark.com, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Those will say, how do you guard against you know, teams, people associated with organizations. I mean, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I mean, for people who don't guard against like prop bets, if, if prop bets become a big thing, how, how will the sports books and when, you know, other states make this legal protect themselves against people working with sports teams of, Hey, listen, I mean, I, I know how many passes or how many passes I can throw today. I'll just take a prop bet on myself. I mean, they, they usually don't, there's not a huge payoff usually for those things. Correct, John? Yeah, they, there's, there are a couple ways that sportsbooks sort of defend against, uh, call it inside info from these sorts of things. And one is they have low limits. So you often can't bet a whole ton of money. And if somebody did come in and say, yeah, give me a million dollars on the first play being a passing play in this game, it's going to raise a lot of red flags. So it is something that's fairly easier to monitor. And in-game betting, you, you can't always just get your bet. You see something and get it in. There's often a five- or ten-second delay in, in making sure that that bet goes through. So the, the books do have multiple safeguards against this sort of thing, low limits being the biggest one. Give me a final thing for you, John. In five years from now, maybe even longer, maybe seven years, what does the, what does the in-game experience look like at a stadium or an arena, in your opinion? in terms of association with sports gambling? I think we by that time we will see uh, betting shops within the stadiums, and I think people will be playing from their phones. And if they don't put shops in stadiums, people are still going to be doing it from their phones, from their seats anyway as the game's going on. That's awesome. Uh, any, any, shot for, any shot for the Rockets tonight? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. Uh, yeah, I love the Warriors here. I, Warriors have won twenty five of the twenty eight of their last twenty eight playoff games. You want to make them an underdog? Sure, I, I got them. I'm on them tonight. I was in them game one, and, and uh, I love them to, to beat the Rockets. John, what do you think about after game one and the results? If someone came to you uh, for just five bucks, twenty twenty to one odds that uh, that the that the Rockets would win the series. Would would that be a good bet if if you were the person that said I'll take the Warriors and I'll give you twenty to one for five bucks you can have the Rockets. How which way would you lean on that bet? Well, the Rockets. It's only going to cost you five bucks yeah, and uh, you can win a hundred there. So that's one of those easy ones. Did somebody do that? Did you take advantage of someone? Hang, hang on, I'm changing my Twitter handle to <laughs> Gas Man Odds Shark. <laughs> 
No, I think yeah. No, we we got a bet. I figured the the odds there, right? You hit it, John, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't I take that? Course, Twenty to one. This is like a what the hell? Go Rockets! Yeah. What do you guys know? What does this guy know? John knows the Rockets tonight. I told you it was a great bet. It was a great bet. I, what about what if someone came up to you, John, and they had a dispute with one of the bets you made, and their claim their claim to the bet was it wasn't the spirit of the bet that I was trying to make. I'd like my money back. Well, you got to explain it, the story. No, I no, mean, no, yeah. no, no. I don't want to. It's too much detail. But what would you say to someone? They said, no, that's not how I wanted to bet. That wasn't the spirit of the bet. Well, I'm playing the gaming commission here now. I love this, guys. But uh, but better, uh, sportsbooks have to be really careful the way that they word things because mm-hmm. they can get caught. And, and Las Vegas got caught uh, with some poorly worded draft props in the NFL. So I really think you have to pay out the bet that you agreed on to the letter because that's what the person taking the bet, that's the way they understood it in that bet, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, John. It's weird how that works. Hey, one, I got la- one last one for you, John. A guy who's in the professional end of this business. I- I'm looking and and seeing that the underdogs have been the the play in the NHL playoffs this year, and they're they're red hot. Do you buy into a trend like that, or do you look at every game separately and go, look, it doesn't matter that the underdogs as a whole have been hot. What matters is tonight's game, and here's how we're looking at it. Or do you, do you lean towards a trend, or do you lean towards I got to analyze the individual game? Well, my general answer would be that to, to analyze the individual game, but usually these things even out over time. So when you see an anomaly like we did early on in the NBA playoffs where all the faves were coming in, I started automatically taking the underdogs because over time these mm-hmm. things even out, and we have right. a lot of historical data that shows that. Same thing with the NHL playoffs. As we go on, teams are much closer, and I thought these odds were way out of whack. So I've been on the underdogs. I don't know about tonight. I think the, the night's amazing atmosphere they're going to have there. I think it's going to be a real, real tough win for the Jets in Las Vegas. John, great stuff, man. Let's do it again. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, there he is. John Campbell, oddshark.com. Johnny Oddshark. Johnny Oddshark. Is that right? Isn't that yeah. what he's called? God, that's what, you know what? I don't know if that's what he's called, but let's just call him that. Well, hang on. I'll get, let's, let's, get just, his, let's give him some Twitter love. You know, let's, Johnny let's, Oddshark. It's, uh, it's Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, Oddshark. J-O-N-N-Y, Oddshark on Twitter. There he is. Johnny Oddshark. He likes your bet. I like your bet. It's, what How do you, do you not lose? like this bet? And you know bucks. what? It's American to root for me because I need the money. <laughs> It's not American. It's the American patriotic right. thing to do. So we've heard Spike's parody of mm-hmm. the Cano getting busted, pop four steroids. Mm-hmm. We'll play that again in a second here. But you had you have never heard now his other classic is, is, is Brady's deflated balls. Yeah, because right. that whole controversy right, about deflating right, footballs. Sure, yeah. So you be the judge. Here right. is uh, Spike's version of Brady's uh, deflated balls. Yeah, that's big balls, all right. This is a song about big balls, you think? Well, I've never been a fan of weird conspiracies, but now this, <laughs> my patriot chicanery. Man, he's channeling Bond. Did they tamper with the footballs? Belichick says not at all. The sporting pages say they use the flattest balls of all. <laughs> Tom Brady's balls are very flat balls. They're deflated balls and they're dead. Flat balls. Bill's got flat balls and Gronk's got flat balls. But Tom's got the flattest balls of them all. Tom's balls were soft and squishy when.
and they should be firm and full. <laughs> so the league is gonna check and check again. If they find that there was tampering and the Patriots conspired, everyone will say they suck and Bill Check's a liar. Oh, Tom Brady's wow. balls are very flat balls. They're deflated balls and they're squishy flat balls. And Bill's got flat balls and Gronk's got flat balls. But Tom's got the flattest balls of them all. Some balls are hard and slippery and so there, there's Spike. So it, it goes on well, and on. So how do right. you like that? That's a good one, right? I, I would I okay. would take that over okay. the Cano one right. simply because Spike's, like, he's Bond. It's unbelievable yeah. how much he sounds like Bond Scott. It's It really is. I mean, he's, he's, he's fantastic. How about we'll go out, let's close the break with his latest edition on Robinson Cano, and then uh, we're going to chat with uh, the and, and get an update on Hawkfest 18 that's taking place uh, this week, and we'll do it next, uh, but we'll, we'll send you out to commercial break with Spike's latest rendition, Dirty Robbie. It, it, you know what? Here, it's just a blow. W- whatever happens here, the injury right. was a blow. Uh, but now the fact that he's going to be suspended, it's a blow for this season. It's a blow for him professionally. It's going to knock him out of the Hall of Fame. I heard the story on the local news about this substance, something he abused. to Puck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining Sports Talk. Hi, welcome back to the radio program, Puck It Gas. Uh, Furness coming up uh, next. We'll find out what's happening. His show, Top of the Hour, the mayor of Maple Valley. Uh, two guests here in studio, Mark and Norb. They're part of 12s Helping 12s. They have a cool event coming up uh, this weekend, Hawkfest 18 at Emerald Downs, Saturday, uh, May 19th. A gentleman... Mark, how are you? Norb, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing yeah. awesome, man. It's and great Gas, to be here. you've known Mark for years. Yeah, I've known he's your, no, he's your bookie. I've only known that's right. Mark is my bookie. <laughs> uh, Mark and I met, and this is it's it's funny, the organization called Twelves Helping Twelves, and Twelves is a still relatively new term within the Hawk vernacular. There's people that way, way, way predate the idea of we're gonna refer to everybody as a twelve. And Mark's one of those guys, and, and people don't believe it, but in ninety six, ninety six, ninety seven, when when Ken Baring was trying to move the team to Los Angeles there was a decent chance they were going to go. And yeah. and it's hard to explain with how hot the Hawks are now. Mark, you know this. They were as cold back then. If you want to oh, yeah. go 180 degrees, the games weren't selling out. There wasn't the... I mean, there was the deep well of passion, but people just didn't care. The Sonics were hot. The M's were hot. The Hawks were easy to ignore. 
and it was you and a, and a group of others that just got in and you dug in and you burrowed and you yeah. called people like me all the time saying, you got to have a song. We got to talk about this. And, <laughs> Did oh, I bug you? <laughs> oh, yes. You were like a fungus was, that wouldn't go away. Oh, now I'm a fungus. But, but I, I think it's important. I thought I was a bee at a picnic. You, you, yeah. you, were, you were all of that stuff. But it was important yeah. to beat that drum at the time. Yeah, and, and, and it is no small jump to say, because of you and a lot of other people that bought into what you were doing, this team is enjoying the success it's enjoying now. Because without a rabble-rousing grassroots group, it, it might not have worked out. Maybe it would have, but it might not have. Yeah, it, it was it was a tough road back then, but, you know, it, it was. We just had to keep it in the public side. And, you know, just like, like you said, you know, I wrote a letter in 95 of, of Dece- December of 95. and it- You wrote to Ken Baring. You basically said you've picked the wrong guy to mess with. <laughs> You, you, the letter is out there. To that effect. We're, on, we're on live radio, so I don't want the FCC to get us. But yeah, there was there was yeah. there was some some hot words involved. But for people, for people to know, I mean, it's because we've it's fresh in our minds. Save our Sonics, but you were right. the founding member. Save our Seahawks. Correct. You were the guy that I wrote the letter. I, yes. I remember. I remember the group. I remember when the when the the buses came. You guys were sitting out there yeah. with uh, the, with the uh, at over the Kirkland, the old facility. You guys were out there with right where the gate is. As yeah, they well, luckily, like, like, yeah. like I say, originally, luckily, you know, because I'd wrote the letter in, in December 95 and, and Baring was still denying it at the time. So, uh, it wasn't until February 2nd that he pulled the plug. So we were a little bit prepared. We had, yeah. you know, lawyers online and whatnot. But yeah, we filed the very first suit, uh, on behalf of the, of anybody. And it was for the fans. And, uh, we did a class action suit. So that was, we were, were a little prepared. But again, we just had to keep it in the public side right. daily. And we did with the help of, with Mike and in in the guys and other people and again I was a you know I was green as green and as they will he'll tell you but I had no clue what I was doing but I yeah. learned quick. He's still rough around the edges and his hey, scar hey, his hey. scars have healed up but he actually tied himself to the space needle and set himself on fire at one point. <laughs> you look great for being well, on I did, fire, I, Mark. I'll tell you one thing I didn't tie myself to yeah. was the key arena so don't get me started yeah. on that one. That's a whole other subject. Yeah. That's right. The best thing is Norb's here as well. Norb hasn't done anything other than hold up a phone because he's on Facebook Live. <laughs> Norb's what have you accomplished in your life, Norb? <laughs> Norb's like an internet TV star, right? Well, I I um I do a YouTube video so I have yeah. a channel called Norbcam and right. you know I just my I Joined my Seahawks passion along with my filmmaking passion, and things kind of just worked out, and people apparently find it entertaining. And tell, so that's kind of what led to me meeting this guy here, Mark mm-hmm. Collins. Tell us, uh, Mark and Norb, tell us about the event that's coming up. It's the fourth annual Hawk Fest 2018 Emerald Downs, the ultimate Seattle football fan party. Again, this Saturday, May 19th, 1 to 5 o'clock uh, at Emerald Downs. Well, Mark and I, four, year ago, four years ago when we met, we decided to form a charity called Twelves Helping Twelves. And one of the first things we did was we started this event called Hawkfest. So this is our fourth annual Hawkfest. And uh, we do it to raise money for Twelves Helping Twelves, which is our charity that goes to basically helping Twelves around the community in need. So during uh, the holiday time when there's families who don't have enough food for gifts, or, or money for gifts or food. We mm. provide grant, grants for that so that they have a little something for that and time. Cancer patients, too. And, can, yeah, and we adopt cancer patients. Dear to my heart, is, mm-hmm. as Mike knows. Yeah. And so the event is to raise money, but larger than that, it's also just to have an event where the fans, you know, during this off-season time where there's not a lot of stuff going on, the fans can get together, have some great activities for the kids to do. we got bouncy toys, Zorb balls that they can roll around in. Uh, Mark and I will be on stage doing live entertainment. And, uh, you know, we've got the Wheels of Boom and Hawk Wheels cars all lined up out there. The Boot Boogie Babes doing their dance routines. So it's just <laughs> a fun afternoon. It's free to the public. Yep. Uh, but we take donations. We happily accept donations on behalf of 12 Homie 12s to help our cause. And it, 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 what I would invite people that want to come out, because a lot of the people who, who participate in these things 
are these, and I don't want to use the, 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 the crazy fans, and I don't mean crazy bad, I mean crazy good. They're painting their faces. They're the people that get into character on Sundays. Mama uh, Blue. Mama, uh, Mama Blue is, is kind of the, she's really the exalted is queen Is she going to live forever, by the way? Yes. Because when I was 10 going to games, she was there, and she I still go to games now, I'm 42, and she's still going. You know she how, looks the same. Her and Steve Poole have not aged in this city. Yeah. That's how this all started, was she's Mama my, Blue. She's my other mother, by the way. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mama Blue hauled these two in and said, look, I need Mama Blue. What's needs a little secret? bit of scratch. Jen? So, is the secret Jen? What is I, it? I, don't, I don't think it is Jen. Uh, it's McNaughton's. <laughs> well, there's something, man. But for fans who, for people who have gone to the games and thought, God, I might like to try and really up my. Fa- this is this would be a perfect event to come oh, to because you'll meet thing. a lot of those people that do that. Yeah, what's that? Like I say, it's a great thing. You know, it, you know, my big thing is kids. You know, I mean, mm. I'm not really. Kid friendly for long, but I mean, I really like to see smiles on kids' face. <laughs> I mean, that's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Lord, I, I mean, I can tolerate somebody's kid. That's why I'm minutes, here. But, I got you know, two girls. Away. You know, it's like you know, you're annoying me, but you know, I, I really do like. Oh, I like seeing shit. smiles on kids' faces. And, and if we could, you know, if we could do things and make it, because so many of these events cost so much money for people. If people, yeah. you know, we make this free. Because I want to be able to see people come out that can, you know, they can bring their kids and do something. And if they have a couple bucks to kick our way, that great. You know, the biggest things for us is, like we say, we give these grants. You know, and, and it ramps up more at Christmas time. But giving back to me, and you know, and after losing my wife to cancer and everything, and you know, I think Mike and I share that. You know, you lost your mom, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, cancer is a, is a devastating, and it, it, it doesn't discriminate. So. The things that we can do to give back and help the people that are kind of either down on their luck or maybe going through a medical emergency or something, that's it's huge to me. It's and, the little things. That and again, uh, there's more information at 12shelping12s.com. That's the website. Also, facebook.com slash 12s. Uh, helping 12s. Uh, you can go there. You can donate. You can also uh, donate at the event as well. Again, the Ultimate Seattle Football Fan Party this Saturday, May 19th, 1 to 5 at Emerald Downs. Free admission, fun for all ages. Mark is is willing, to, for charity too, if you have kids, and kids are welcome, he'll babysit for an hour your kids. <laughs> I'm kid-friendly for a few minutes. I you love have that. to give money to the charity. <laughs> A hundred dollars, and Mark will watch yeah, your kids. There I'll for pass him. that off hey. to somebody else. But yeah, if you want to donate to the charity and you want to leave but your you kids and go, yeah. you can go gamble on the horses. Just yeah. leave the kids with us. And, and Uncle Mark's uh, got uh, you. And Uncle Mark has them, and I'll pass them off to Uncle somebody. Uncle Mark's else. gonna put you in a shed like Leech put, his, put <laughs> the other kid. They're gonna think they're at a zoo because I and I heard Withy oh. talking about this in an ad a few minutes ago. The no, Clydesdales got... are gonna be there. Yeah. Camels, ostriches, and zebras. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Do the kids get to ride the ostriches? <laughs> I hope not. Was it because they have the animal race the next? day yeah. on Sunday mm-hmm. so all the all the animals are penned and ready to go kind of you know for in preparation for the next day so the fact that they're there the kids can come out and it's like a little zoo you know for yeah. zoo. Yeah. and like Emerald that. Downs has been so yeah. great as a place you know, I mean, right. God of all the things we argued about building that 25 right. years ago we had a huge <laughs> argument whether to build that and they they do stuff like this all the time. They've had uh, basketball tournaments out there. They do yeah. do things where they make their place available to help other organizations help people. Yeah, so speaking of other, you know, Slick Watts is going to be at this event too. Yeah, so, you nice. know, hopefully, hopefully we get some of the alumni guys. You know, cool. the problem is a lot of these alumni guys. They, you know, how much am I getting paid to come there? So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so I'm not story. as much as I have no problem throwing them under the bus, you know. Yeah. But hey, guys, you know, we're doing this to help the other community. Yeah. So if there's any alumni out there listening right now, we really would love to see you guys out you, there just to kind of put a smile on other people's faces. You can win a cash in the fifty-fifty raffle. There's a silent auction, free access to the horse track. Uh, you guys mentioned that before. We've buried the lead. The Preakness is there this weekend. Yeah, right? music by the Norb Cam All Star Band. We've actually That's buried right. that.
Yeah. What's well, the, what are the hits you're playing here this week? Though? Well, you know, it's a, it's a funny combination here because Mark plays with a rock band, Latigo Lace, and I've been playing uh, with a dance pop band for a number of years. And what, so this is a, a strange combination between Mark and me, <laughs> two genres that really don't go hand in hand, but we find a way to make it work. So uh, it it's a like, mix, a mix of some 80s hey, stuff, some I'm classic rock. I'm the one rock playing the drums, so every song's going to have a rock beat. So you know, there you go. Whether, whether it's, I don't know, whatever he's doing. But. Wait, what are the fans of um, La- Latigo Lace, right? Latigo Lace. Yes. Latigo Lace fans and the Norb Cam All-Star Band fans. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make like some of the rap feuds we saw in the oh. 90s. <laughs> The parking lot's going to be just full of people throwing hands. Biggie and Tupac all over again. That's right. That's right. Um, Anything else you guys want to plug? I mean, one last thing. I I got. I got one more thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I've I've got one more. I I would like because uh, Mark is uh, Mark and I have been friends for twenty some odd years now. And when I left KJR, Mark called and said, "Because I say I gave up all my tickets." He says, "Hey, you want to go to a Hawks game?" I said, "Yeah." So Mark and I go to a game every year. And here's what I have to endure. Can you do this on command? And I want you to sit way back. You can't. I can, I can, I can but I don't want to do it. Come on. This guy, when the other team has the ball, you know, you have to, it's, it's, a, it's a requirement. You have to make noise. You have to sit there. It really is kind of funny. You got to go, you just got to yell. down my headset. And, 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 and this guy, this is what I deal with for three hours on the Seahawks yeah. game. Where are we going to the Chargers game this year? Seahawks Chargers this year. This is what I'll deal with for three hours. Right next oh, to me, okay. right next, and he just he keeps it up, oh, and and, yeah. and and you know, like we went to the Colts game last oh, year, and because Mark. of that, I can't tell you one thing that happened during <laughs> the Colts not, game you're, because you're, I'm well, numbing the pain. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, deaf. Yeah, but well, we went down the club lounge, and there is a picture of you kissing a drummer, or I don't know what. Or you're t- oh, you're, I kiss drummers all the time. I get very kissy at games. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Work out, man. I think there was the a, world needs more kissing and less arguing. There was some grandma involved, I think, with that game. There, there might have. Well, I think what you guys do is cool. I love using sports to, to make the community a better place. And this is as grassroots as it gets. Not affiliated with the Hawks, affiliated with fans. And I don't say that as a negative. That's a positive. This is grassroots organization stuff here. And I think if fans go out to Emerald Downs on uh, Saturday, they're going to have a blast yeah, at Hawk yeah. Fest 18. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. again, the uh, from uh, this Saturday, May 19th, 1 to 5 o'clock, Emerald Downs. Free admission, fun for all ages. Go out there. Check these guys out. 12s, helping 12s.com. Uh, more information there also on Facebook at 12s. And, and we, are, 12s. we are a 501c3, too. So any donation you get is, is tax deductible. So when you're, when you're thinking of making a, a tax deductible donation this year, think of 12s. 12s up and 12s because it's going to go okay. back and and just about a hundred percent maybe 98 percent of it goes right back to where where it belongs and awesome. that's with the community great stuff norm thank you mark thank you very much for thank your you. work and uh, of course your work in the past as well all right coming up next we'll find out what's happening in the mayor of maple valley show coming up at one o'clock now back to puck it in the gas man on seattle sports radio 950 kjr entertaining sports talk have you heard the story from Argentina. <laughs> Which one? That doesn't narrow it down. Huh? Uh, gas, gas isn't here. He had to leave early. It's just he and the mayor of Maple Valley. Oh, Have happened? you heard the story about, Jackson, their, you okay? about their World Cup team? No. I don't think so. So the Argentina, and I never can say Argentina. Is it Argentine or Argentina? I never can say Argentina. But is it Argentine Argentina, national team? but I will always say Argentinian. I will I'll call it wrong all the time. <laughs> okay. Their football club put yes. out this manual ahead oh, of the World oh, I did, Cup yeah, 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 okay. yes. about what? Picking up Russian women? Picking up Russian women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, I guess they've taken all the pages out. I can't stop reading this thing. It's so out of control. Be respectful. They don't like pushy men. They like clean men. It is. They sent this out to their players and their delegates. God, that is great. Well, isn't 
is it like there's always that contradiction, right? Is it do you yes before an event or not before an event, right? <laughs> oh, do you have sex before yeah. a match or not? I don't yeah. know. Soccer players don't, right? It weakens the knees. That's the big thing. In soccer. I don't know because I thought the, I, I heard the like the Olympic Village is just a cesspool for that. Yeah, stuff. it doesn't hurt those guys. Yeah, they just gals. get after it, man. It's just yeah. like let's go, let's get uh, it after. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a funny story. It was really the highlight. I of the thought show with today, the yeah. Russian women, you just. Didn't he just write a check and bring him over here? Isn't that how it I works? I guess. I don't know. But Does it's a big still deal. have that? 2018 World Cup. We're not a part of it. You know that. Oh, I know that. The U.S. not that a part of it. That bums me out. Did, was it a few years ago we did all, we went all to do those shows at uh, Sport? We did uh, the last World Cup 2014. Yeah, we yeah, did we all did those shows. shows at Sport. Didn't they make it to the second round? Yeah, we had right? a blast up there. Remember, we went up and yeah. it was a blast. You said we got in trouble by the beer people, but that, other than that, it was great times. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Other than that, it was wonderful. You know, there's a common theme when we did shows together. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. That was a real. That we almost got a real lot of trouble on that one. Yeah, there's a few times. But that we were happened. being honest. You pay us to be honest. Well, listen. Well, I bet we just <laughs> don't, don't even go down because <laughs> I don't know which sponsors we can offend and not offend. Yeah, I don't even know who's a sponsor. Uh, well, it's I have not heard list. them on the air. Well, top ten clients over there, but, but I that's can't like read from, from five here. years ago. Really? Yeah. Is Safeway a client of ours? I've never heard them. Okay. And you know it's funny because the aforementioned, which we won't say specifically, beer company you're referring oh. to, I haven't heard them on the air forever. Okay, but they may be a part of another company that's a bigger global. Well, they're company probably that... a part of someplace else in the building. Yeah, nothing uh, to do with us. Okay, whatever. You know? I don't want to. Get like what I've learned the last twenty four hours is yeah. that that we on this station we have different people that we can offend than other people. Yeah, like because we can play the song, right? We the song's good to go. Okay. We're good to go to play the song because I saw like like correspondence i'll say it's last just, night it's just we could play that like, i've played it three times like some today. of our fms are a little worried about playing yeah that's fine i get that but for us we're good to go i laughed my ass off when that played the first time yesterday it's hilarious i, la- I, thought I was, think it's his best work Spike, th- we're talking about spike's parody song yeah about dirty rob yeah i i told i told him yesterday i thought it was the best one he did better than you know tom brady's uh deflated balls yeah, I, I thought it was i thought it was way better i Listen, when you're talking about shooting in the butt, I mean, you, you can't, butt, you can't go wrong, man. Shooting in the butt. You can't go wrong with that stuff. That's oh, good. Oh, my really God. Well oh, really well what a story, huh? What is, has your opinion? Now, you had time at least to reflect on it. When we're doing the show, it's happening in real time. Right. And so then I, I you know, and then I. No, I'm still pissed at him. I had a, yeah. I, I'm pissed at him. I think, I, it's, I think it's a joke. If I hear anyone say, and I couldn't believe how many people I heard say this. I, well, I kind of feel bad for him. Why in the world would oh. you feel bad for Robinson Cano? You mean yeah. the guy who's making $25 million a year who decided to be stupid and shoot up steroids? Listen, it, it's, it goes back to a simple premise, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit in our opening statement, is that, that you mistake. Okay, there's like How do we define a mistake? And how do we define just selfishness and stupidity? Uh, I, I, a mistake is if someone called in right now, you took a call and they, they threw an F bomb on the air. We didn't push the dump button on time. Yeah. You, me, or Jackson. That's a mistake. You know what? I didn't get to it in time. I right. just, I, I, it was a spur of the moment mistake. Sure. Like spur of the moment, you make a mistake. Like, like I made a mistake by trying to engage Ryan Divish last night on what a soft baseball oh, yeah. player is. Divish, you if know, you're listening right now, and you probably are, because you have nothing better to do. Yeah, he's probably taking today okay. off because he takes the Wednesdays off. So The game, first of all, Divish. The game was in the fifth inning. Right. They were up by three. Your your best hitter yeah. keeps getting hit all season long. Right. You and your soft manager, someone order Mike Leake Sparky to hit Delino DeShields. Just hit him. It's not rocket science. Well, you can't hit him. He's not the cleanup do it. Just stop it. And no, no, the pitch to hit him on the toe wasn't intentional. No. Do you know the story about that guy, the pitcher, Brian, the man guy? Yeah, he's the guy from here, Edmonds Woodway. Yeah, do you know what he did in spring training? Do you remember? No. What do you do? Remember the remember the B game that Ichiro played? 
He oh. needed to get more ABs, and he got hit in the head. Yeah, that's him. Same guy. Guess where he went to high school? This is all going to come full circle. It's Edmonds Woodway. No, no, no. No, sir. I thought it was Edmonds Woodway. No. Where was it? Who do we direct all our complaints to at this radio station? Oh, oh, oh Matt Rainier. That's He's right. It was Matt Rainier. 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 Well, I should know that because I mentioned that last night. So he and Fane yeah, yeah. both don't like the Mariners, and, and obviously, like, clearly, this guy's they, trying to kill all of our they Mariner don't like players. Cruz or Ichiro. Yeah. Well, see that, and that's what I think because do something. Nothing, this team hasn't been uh, uh, this team hasn't been aggressive in that nature since Lou Pinello were here. You know what I hate more than anything. And, and and listen, Divish is our buddy. We can't talk to him anymore officially. I get yeah, all that, but, but it's unofficially. It's yeah, but I he buys into some of the same stuff that that the elitist baseball fan, baseball oh, guy yeah. does too. Like like you have to have a rule for every little bit of minutia. Here's the thing. Like I and I brought up Marcus Smart last night. He goes, "That's not a good comparison." I said, "Yeah, it is. It's reaction. You react as an athlete." Well, as listen, just react. I, maybe I maybe J.R. Smith almost took Al Horford's head off Marcus, when he when he pushed him in the back. Yeah, and if he didn't have his head ducked, he would have hit the backboard right. and would have been seriously hurt. And he got a flagrant one, which is ridiculous. And Marcus, I think said, they're changing oh, it today. They said, uh, but, yeah. or are they? And yeah. then Marcus Smart's like, yeah. uh, we're not doing that. Yeah. It the, almost the, the feeling is the feeling is going to change. But Marcus Smart stepped in. What had happened? He reacted immediately. Uh, and I think that what what you were getting at, what I was getting at. Is that just the, do the, the, yeah, the premise of this team is just soft. Yes, and it you has know. been for a decade. Stop giving me these rules. Uh, I, I, honest, Ian, they have a reputation that we can push you around. Yeah. We can throw fastballs inside. We can hit your I best players. I didn't realize players. he was the guy that hit that hit him in the yes, spring training. We can too. hit we uh, can hit your best players left and right. Yeah. And and the it's not the Rangers of their one team this year. Right. But they they have to take the brunt of every team doing the same thing to this ball club. I want to say they's been hit the most this year. Maybe they have been. They have been. That's that's what not their last night. Someone has hey, got let to me ask react. you this: If Ordur, whatever his name is, if psychopath, if, oh, yeah. if he would have been hit twice in the same game, what would have happened? He would have ran and took someone's head off. He would have. He would have knocked somebody's skull into next week. Yeah, I mean. And you know what? Just, you never would have thrown an inside on him again. Yeah, and I know that he's get, he crowds the plate and he gets hit sometimes. I get that. But when it happens twice in a game, and it's been happening all year long, and your best player shooting roids in his butt, who gets suspended for yeah. 80 games, of you know your your top's gonna have to blow at some well, point. And it was a perfect time they could have blown the top last. I'll explain night. it. I'll explain to baseball guy and Divish and the rest of them in three years' time when we have a hockey team here why perfect. why our skilled player went after a guy that's twice his size because it's just the what you do. He didn't wait till the right time. Blake Wheeler's the best player for the New York or for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Little guy, American. He's gone after three guys this year. Why? Because that's what you do. Yeah, there it is. All right, what else you got coming up at one? Ah, uh, <laughs> how's I, it working with Shockey? Ah, uh, you miss Lowey? It's the worst thing ever. Uh Chris Haynes. No, Shockey's been fantastic. Chris Haynes. Remember Chris Haynes? Yes. Uh, we'll talk about the Warriors tonight. Jim Fox, Westwood One, talking about the uh, Western Conference Finals in hockey, and Dennis Dodd. Has a couple things. One, the Pac-12 is going to be part of the, the Big Four now. They're, okay. they're dropping out of the Power Five. Okay. Tell us about that coming okay. up at 2 o'clock. All right. The mayor of Maple Valley is uh, coming up next here on the radio program tomorrow's show. It's going to be fun. It's a thirsty Thursday. Uh, we'll explain a new partnership uh, with Zeke's Pizza. We'll do that tomorrow. The mayor next. No shirt. No shoes. No dice. Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to the- I was born to lick your face. I was born to rob you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>